Welcome to Underscotted Podcast, brought to you by Maria Dornell, Realtor, helping families open the doors to their dream homes. Hi, I'm Corey Felton, host of Underscouted, and today I'm here with Joe Harrison from Faulkner University. How you doing, Joe? I'm great, man. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Great as I could be right now, Joe. For sure. So, Joe, you're a very uplifting guy, man. Uh, some background information before we start? Yeah, so um, I like me to where I am. is uh, pretty interesting and somewhat unique. Um, I actually graduated from Faulkner University. Well, let me start. I'm Joel Harrison. I'm the assistant women's basketball coach and recruiting coordinator at uh, Faulkner University. Uh, we're an NAIA school in Montgomery, Alabama. Um, so to kind of backtrack to what I was getting at before, I actually went to Faulkner University. I graduated in December of 2016. Um, I actually did not play college basketball. Uh, you know, I played my whole life from the age of six all through high school. Uh, when I got to college, I was actually a student manager for our men's team. Uh, we had a really, we have a really strong men's program here at Faulkner University. Uh, you know, I was fortunate to win two, be a part of two conference championships. Uh, learn a lot, learn the ropes from two really strong coaches in the in the field. And, um, you know, once I graduated, I pretty much knew, you know, through my time as a manager that I wanted to be a coach, um, you know, at the college level. So I was fortunate enough to, uh, you know, get to know the women's coach uh, during my time here at Faulkner. And uh, when I graduated, he actually hired me on as a graduate assistant. And I was a GA for one year. And then he promoted me to the full-time spot. Uh, my second year because our former assistant left and took another job and I'm going into year three as a full-time assistant and I'm, I'm loving every minute of it. And Coach, that's why I say you have a very uplifting, like spearing uplifting story because you went through the ropes and you worked your way up to your advancement to where you're at right now. Yes, sir. Now, Coach, you also had the opportunity to coach at the AAU level for some top boys programs. Did that influence you to want to be a coach at the next level? Yeah, so the way that came about was pretty interesting because, um, you know, during my – I was a sports management major uh, from my undergrad degree, and uh, part of my degree program was I needed an internship uh, to complete my uh, degree program. And, you know, I was kind of asking around, like, you know, I, I want to coach, like, but I need to do this internship. Like, what could I do? And my academic advisor told me, like, you know, well, if you want to coach, like, have you ever thought about, you know, coaching some, you know, like travel basketball or anything like that? And I was like, well, no, not really. But, you know, is that – can I do that? And he was like, yeah, sure. Just, you know, link up. See if you can find a program to link up with. And, you know, we'll, we can count that as your internship. So, you know, I went to my men's assistant that I worked for at the time. And, uh, he, you know, through some connections, he got me connected with the director of uh, Team Carroll Premier, which is an Adidas-sponsored program uh, by, you know, uh, Damari Carroll, who plays for the Houston Rockets now. And, uh, you know, got me with those guys, and, you know, I went with it. And, um, you know, at the time, uh, when I first started, my guys, they were in the eighth grade, so I coached them for two years, uh, eighth and ninth grade. And, um, you know, they're, 2020, they're class of 2020, so they're all graduating now, and I want to say every kid that I coached is going to college somewhere from division one on down to junior college. So it was a great experience. Got to travel, you know, all over the country, got to see, you know, a lot of top ranked kids and uh, it was a great experience. And it was really awesome that I was able to use that as an internship, you know, not only for credit, but that's really my first experience 
you know, as a coach on the sidelines, you know, I was an assistant, but still calling some shots, still helping run and practice, run some things in practice. And that was really my first experience, you know, as a coach. And that really made me fall in love with, you know, the coaching lifestyle and helped me determine that I wanted to do this for a living. So it was great. I really enjoyed it. Man, coach, it's great when you can find your purpose, especially when you find your purpose doing something that you love to do every day. Yes, sir. And you've been around it your whole life. For sure. So it's almost like everything just like hit each other at one time, like boom, this is where I'm supposed to be at. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it's crazy, like, because everything that's fallen in place in my career to this point, I mean, you know, I, I just chalk it up to God is good because I mean, right place, right time, knowing the right people. Um, you know, the AAU thing was something that, you know, I didn't really plan for, but happened for me and paid off in the end. Uh, you know, even the graduate assistant position, like I didn't, um, you know, I didn't interview for that. Like I was actually approached about that position. And, you know, even when I was, a, you know, after my one year as a GA, like the assistant spot, like my head coach, you know, didn't interview anybody else. He told me like, I mean, you know, I, I know you, like I know you're young in the field, but you got a bright future and I want to help you. I want to give you your start. So, you know, I'm promoting you to the spot and we're going to run with it. So, you know, I say all that to say not to brag by any means, but to say like, you know, connections are everything. And, you know, in, in those moments where you feel like nobody's watching you, people are watching. So um, I was able to learn that lesson and, you know, it's really got me to where I am today. And I'm very appreciative for that. Thank you for that, Coach. Thank you, because a lot of people don't know how to chase their dreams or what dreams should they chase. And, you know, connections are big. Relationships are big. And the more and more we talk about things, it's the relationship that people have that get them to places where other things wouldn't have happened for them had they not known that person or had they not crossed paths along that way. For sure. So speaking of crossing paths and building relationships, as a recruiting coordinator, can you give some advice to the future recruits about the recruiting process? Because right now, a lot of kids are in limbo and don't know what's next. For sure, yeah. So um, recruiting is probably the thing I enjoy the most, you know, about the college level is, you know, obviously being able to go out and scout talent. But even through that, just the relationships that you're able to build, you know, with kids and their families and, you know, all the people that you come in contact with. Uh, honestly, the, the number one piece of advice that I would give kids, you know, as they're, you know, if they're interested in playing at the next level or if they're going through the recruiting process is I say, forget about level. Um, I think it's easy. It's so easy for kids today, you know, growing up in the social media era and, you know, you see the highlight tapes, you see division one, this division one, that like, that's all great. And if, if you're that caliber player, by all means, chase that. Like, I would never talk a Division One kid out of chasing that dream. But, you know, that's not realistic for everybody. Like, you have to find the level that fits you the best as first a person, um, you know, and secondly as a player because, like, you know, when you're playing at the college level, like, this is going to be your life for the next four years. So you have to find a, a coaching staff that genuinely cares about you as a person you have to find a school and program that will better you as a person and help you get to where you want to go. Um, because let's be real, like, you know, every player has that dream about going pro, but 
there's a very, very, very small percentage of kids that actually reach that reality. So you have to be able to find a, a school that can help you get the degree and the field that you need to go uh, to set you up for your future. And on the flip side of that, like, you know, God forbid this ever happened to a kid, but let's say you, you know, find a school that you like and you go and you get injured. You have a career ending injury. Well, you're still at that school, you know, so you have to be at a place that, you know, you enjoy being at for the simple reason that, you know, whether you're playing or not, that school has to still be able to fulfill um, the needs that you need to help you get to where you need to go. So I would say forget about level, you know, find a, a school that fits you personally and, um, you know, and, and embrace the recruiting process because, like, I think it's one of those things that's so easy to take for granted, like, um, you know, especially, you know, talented kids that have, you know, kind of had some hype around them their whole life. Like, I think last I saw, like, the percentage, I think only, like, 3% of, you know, all high school athletes even go on to play at the college level. And that's at any level, whether it be, you know, Division One, Two, Three, NAI, junior college. Like, that's 3% of all high school athletes even go on to play at the next level. So that's such a small percentage, like, if you're being recruited by any school, like you need to in, enjoy that process and embrace it and don't take it for granted because, you know, it's a special time that, you know, not everybody gets to see, Hey, me as a recruiting coordinator, like that's something I didn't even get a chance to experience myself. Like when I was done playing high school basketball, like I knew that was it for me playing wise, but you know, I decided to, you know, chase a different route and I love what I'm doing. But even I, you know, recruiting athletes did not get a chance to experience that myself so like I understand how special that you know recruiting period is so um I guess in in, in a long a long answer to your question those that's just some advice that I give you know kind of the kids that are going through that process long or short answer you know what you just dropped was a wealth of knowledge because some kids don't understand that you know, D1, D2, NAIA, JUCO, no matter where you go, there's a process in it. And just when you hear your name being involved in that recruiting process, no matter what level you're on, that's important. Because you just named some numbers and some stats that are staggering. Like, there's a small percentage of kids that actually go on to the next level to even be able to participate. And exactly, we all run around and play, you know, high school, travel, and all kind of ball, everybody doesn't get that opportunity that you see on your travel teams to be able to say, hey, I played on a collegiate team. And sure. sometimes we get we get blindsided by, well, if it's not one of the ones I see on TV, I don't want to play there. And exactly. you never know what opportunity you're passing up by passing over someone who says, hey, I'm D2, I'm NEIA, I'm JUCO. I want to have you carry your legacy here. Exactly. So, Coach, no, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, I mean, you even, I don't know how if you're familiar with our team or not, but, you know, a perfect example of ours is our um, center. She's a big 6'3 girl from Hoover, Alabama. Um, went to a very strong high school program. Um, she was severely under-recruited, we feel like, coming out of high school. She could have easily played at, you know, she had some Division twos reach out to her, and she maybe even could play low major in the right situation. But, you know, we recruited her hard, and, you know, we're kind of unique in the fact that we, you know, use a big back-to-the-basket post, you know, in the era of, 
you know, we're all five positions are shooting threes and we do a lot of that, but you know, we still use a back to the basket post and pretty much play four round one. So we recruit our post player and she comes to us, you know, her first year in our program last year as a freshman, she's first team all conference and she's a freshman of the year. She comes back this year is averaging a double double first team all conference again, honorable mention, all American. And she actually missed the last 10 games of the year with a torn ACL. But when she went down, she was leading the, NA, the entire NAI in rebounds. So I'll say that to say, perfect example. She probably could have gone to, you know, like a Division two and low major and just kind of been a rotation guy. But, you know, she comes to an NAI at our place and is an All-American. So you have to go to a situation that fits your skill set and your interests and you'll blossom. Like, there's there's no way around that. She wasn't caught up in level by any means, and she saw a need at our place, and she saw a place that she can fit in, and she's thriving in it. And, you know, coming in as a junior, she's she's going to be on the All-American watch list at the NAI level. Like, she's known across the country, and she's a huge part of our program and what we do. So, like I said, I, I go back to my original point. Like, forget about level, and you have to go where you're wanted and where you're needed, and uh, where you best fit. And Coach, that's something that I totally agree with when I speak to kids and athletes out here all the time. Hey, wherever you go, just make sure you can grow there, you know? Just look for growth. For sure. Wherever you go, just look Definitely. for growth. It's not about the level because if you if you can ball, you're going to raise your level wherever you at. So just, exactly. just go there for the growth portion. And speaking of raising your level, Coach, when it comes down to the student athlete, what qualities would you look for in a student athlete? Yeah, so um, Faulkner is a little unique in the fact that we are a you know private Christian school. So we have a few things at our school that are a little different than the average school. Like you know we have some chap like mandatory mandatory chapels. We have some Bible classes and stuff like that. Um, so we have to be mindful of a few more things that you know the average school may not. But when when I'm out recruiting you know players, I want to know first. You know, are they the right fit for our program? And I think that's really across the board. Like, I want to make sure I'm recruiting, you know, the right type of kid, the right type of fit for our program. I want to know, are they a high-character kid? You know, am I going to have to, you know, follow after them and make sure they're not getting into trouble? Or can I, you know, like, are they high-character? Are they trustworthy? Like, you know, stuff like that. Um, I want to make sure they're a competitor. Like, that's the number one thing we look for, you know, in a student athlete, like, are they going to compete at the highest level when they get to campus? Are they going to have a growth mindset and are they going to be willing to, you know, buy into what we're trying to get accomplished? Because, and I'm sure you know this, like, you know, most kids at their high school, they are like the guy, they're the, maybe the number one option they're the number two option. But when you're on a college roster, you might go from the number one option to, you know, maybe the number four option, number five option. Like, are you going to embrace that? And are you going to buy into the system? Or are you going to be selfish and, you know, try to get yours and still try to be the guy when that may not be realistic in, you know, that situation. So, um, you know, high character, uh, you know, are they going to compete? Are they going to buy in? Um, Are they going to be a great teammate? I mean, you don't have a choice but to succeed in your program and, we have a team full of those young ladies that, you know, our, our best players, our All-American, our All-Conference players, you know, are our best teammates. And I think that's a reason why we've been able to be, you know, successful. And 
um, you know, are you tough? Are you gritty? Are you, like I said, I mentioned growth mindset. Like, are you willing to come into practice every day and learn? Like, are you willing to, you know, come in film sessions and learn and be like, Hey coach, you know, what are, what are those areas that'll take me to that next level? Like, where do I need to improve? You know, where are my weaknesses? You know, pretty much not being too proud to admit it. Like, Hey, I have weaknesses in my game, but you know, I'm willing to go out of my way to make those strengths. So, um, in a nutshell, that's, pretty much some things that we look for. And then obviously like you have to be able to play, you know, at the end of the day, um, obviously a, a, a big deal. Um, you know, we like shooters. We like, um, you know, we like our point guards to, to run the show. Uh, we like our posts to, you know, be able to, you know, bang down there and do their thing, rebound, you know, run the floor, finish layups. And we like to surround, um, you know, our posts with shooters. That's something that we take pride in and we really do. Uh, well, and it's kind of ironic that that's, you know, kind of the way that the game is going today. But, you know, that's just kind of the way we've always been in our program is we really like to get shots up. We like to play fast. We like to get up and down the floor. So, um, you know, if, if you can do all of those things or, you know, maybe a handful of those things, then you're probably a good fit for our program. And, you know, we, you know, we um, take pride in, in what we do and, and the, the direction that we're going and the players that we recruit. And coach, now you were speaking about how the program, how the education part works, and then also how the athletic side works. And I heard you mention as long as you can play, though. <laughs> as long no, as you for can play, sure. Like, you can fit. Yeah, like at, at the end of the day, if. If you, like I said, high character, high academics, if all those boxes check off, I mean, at the end of the day, if you can ball, like, you're going to be found. It doesn't matter what level. Um, like, like I said, like, if you can play, you will be found. And if you can play, we want you because ultimately, like, all the rest of those things are important. And, you know, that's extremely important for, our, you know, I hope every program, but we like to win games too. So, There's a lot of time, energy, and effort that goes into this. And ultimately, we're, you know, we're trying to win championships. And, you know, we've had some success. Uh, you know, we've had a few injuries the last two years. It's probably held us back from being where we felt like we could have been. But, um, you know, we, we like basketball players that come every day to, you know, get better and help us do that. So, you know, like I said, if you can play, we, we uh, you know, we like to look at those kids and take a chance on those kids and, Ultimately, we want kids to help us win. Thank you, Coach. Thank you for that. Coach, I have one more question, if you don't mind. Yeah. What are your goals for the season? So, I think that can go two different ways. Because I'm a young coach. Like, like I said, this is only my – well, I was a GA for one year, but this is only my third official year coaching. Um, in my career. So I'm still young in the field, still learning, still growing myself. But um, from a team standpoint, I want to definitely do everything I can to, you know, help us contend for a conference championship, which we are definitely set up to do um, this year. And, uh, you know, ultimately help us compete for a national championship. Like that's something we've never done as a, as a program. And it'd be great to, you know, make that run and make that history. So, um, you know, come to work every day, uh, you know, with the goal in mind of helping our young ladies succeed on the floor and, you know, go chase that conference championship and that national championship. 
And then just me personally, like, um, you know, just continue to learn and grow, like, you know, because ultimately down the line, like, I want to be a head coach at, at the college level. And, you know, the thing I appreciate the most about the NAI level is, you know, we don't have a big staff. I know you look at some Division ones, and they've got, you know, four or five assistants. It's, it's really my head coach, myself, and our GA. So I'm really able to stretch out and, you know, get my hands in a little bit of everything. So I just wanted to continue to grow um, in every area that I can. Uh, you know, whether that be academics, you know, skill development, and, you know, coaching. I actually, we have a JV team uh, here at Faulkner, which I know is unique uh, at the college level, but a lot of NAIAs and Division threes have what's known as JV teams. So I'm actually the head coach of our JV team. And I think that's great for me because that gives me hands-on, you know, head coaching experience in the midst of everything else that I'm doing. So just continuing to learn with that. Uh, you know, being able to make some mistakes on the fly and really learn the ins and outs of, you know, the the coaching world and how that goes. So uh, really just continuing to, you know, branch out and learn everything I can and continue to develop as a young coach and in in hopes of, you know, being a head coach at the college level one day. And, Coach, those are great goals. Now, I know you don't want to be bashful, but being a head coach over that JV team, the JV team has also had a great winning record. For sure, yeah. So, like, I actually – I was the head coach for two years, and then I took last year off, and then I'm, I'm back in the mix now. But my two years that I was over our JV program, we had the two best seasons we've ever had. Uh, we went 20-4 and four in two years. So, um, I don't say that to, to brag by any means, but I do say that to say, like, we had, you know, a, a group of young ladies that bought into what we were trying to do. And, you know, going back to my AAU background, like I was able to take some of that experience and what I learned there, um, you know, to go along with what I've learned for the coaches that I work for and, you know, kind of figure out what I like, what I don't like, you know, what I want to do, you know, what's the skill set of my team and put it all together. And we were able to have some success for with it. And, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, being back in the mix this year and uh, do it all over again because I think we've got a really talented group of young ladies that can, you know, compete. You know, we play a lot of junior colleges and um, other JV teams in the Southeast, and I'm looking forward to getting back in there with them and, you know, having some more success this year. That is what Faulkner University has to offer. Great coaching staff. Like I said, very uplifting guy, Joel Harrison. And, man, I appreciate you taking your time out today to come out on Underscouted just to share your story and also just to drop some gems on us, man. We appreciate that. Yes, sir. I, I appreciate you for having me. We would like to give a thank you to our sponsors, Magaya Watches, Keeper Time in Sports, and Maria Dorno, Realtor of La Rosa Realty, helping families open doors to their dream homes. <laughs>